0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer
1: the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Any news today, Tito, at all? Dang, Rosie, (laughs) that's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. Welcome into another edition of the Rosie Report. This is episode number 58. Jim Rosenhaus, along with you from Houston. After game one of the series with the Astros on Monday night, a 4-3 Houston win, a game where the Indians did have the tying run on base in the ninth inning but came up just short against a very good Houston ball club. And I mentioned episode number 58, and if you'd like to play the numbers game along with us, well, you can certainly do so today, and and we're starting to get up there in the numbers, so it's a little bit harder to find some impact players for the Indians who've worn the higher numbers over the years. In fact, the the last player to wear number 58 for the Indians was in the 2019 season. You may remember a relief pitcher by the name of Neil Ramirez. He's the most recent number 58 for the tribe. The most intriguing number 58 for the Indians, though, in in My opinion, just, uh, and it's certainly open to discussion. But when Brian Giles first came up to the major leagues back in the mid 90s, he wore 58 for just a short period of time. And of course, he went on to a fine major league career, uh, mostly with other ball clubs, but uh, an outstanding career not wearing 58 very often. But he did when he first came up with the Indians. All right, onto the show a little bit later on. We'll hear from Bradley Zimmer, who has really come along nicely for the Indians in recent games and uh, really. Longer than that, but it's really clicked in for him recently, and uh, we'll also hear post-game from Franmil Reyes after the game last night. But first, Terry Francona's thoughts on Monday night's game in Houston. What did you think of Mejia today? What's that, Drake? What would
0: you think What did you think of Mejia tonight? You know, what he ended up going four and a third, pretty high pitch count, um, what upper 90s. Was it seven hits, two walks, a hit batsman? So four and a third, ten, ten base runners. So there's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of bobbing and weaving. You know, the big blow was obviously the home run. But he kind of, you know, he, I mean that's a lot of traffic. He and he gave up four. You know, again, it, he didn't, he didn't wilt because um, they were they were pressuring him the whole game. I know we talked before the game about him trying to use the high fastball, but it seemed like he used a slider low and had a career high in strikeouts. Is that, is that a good sign for you going forward with him? I thought, thought Berto did, you know, they were on a, a good – Berto was trying to get him to be aggressive in the zone so he could spin the ball and not spin it off the plate necessarily. But and, – and to your point, you know, the eight strikeouts says, says a lot. It says the stuff is there. On the play, Fran Mill was thrown out at second, trying to advance. I know you want guys to be aggressive. But just your thoughts on that play, you know. And he he knew. He came up to me after it's. You know, if you're going to do that, you got to get in a position early. You know, he didn't get in a real good position early, um, and he's usually so good about that. But and he knew it when he did it. And you know, again, that those things those things happen. Uh, you know, Hosey Hosey always keeps his head up, running. He does such a good job. But Fran Mill would have had to have been a little bit in better position to move up. Another night where your bullpen came through strong. Just what does it say about these guys coming off the All-Star break that they've been able to do this? So you know what? It was good that they got the rest. And, and they've done a really good job. I mean, we had to piece it together tonight. But, you know, their willingness to do it, you know, starting with Parker and all the way, you know, Trevor hadn't pitched in a while. Um, but they all put up zeros.
1: And Bill Reyes hit home run number sixteen last night, and it uh, certainly has kept it going. Also, had an RBI single, and uh, here are some of his post game thoughts.
0: Fran, how tough is it going against a guy like Grinky um, when he's where he? I think at one point he threw an eighty-six mile per hour fastball and changeup. How do you keep your weight back on a guy like that?
2: Um, the first I buy. Um, Got me with a changeup in three, two, but I was focused the whole time. Um, the whole night yesterday, I was see, watching videos, and my plan today was just let him beat me. Um, it got to the time when 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 he struck me out the first at bat. I told Hussey, bro, you and me know how to play softball at home, so let's give him the fastball and just wait for the changeup and, and and or the curveball. And you guys saw the first pitch, I just watched it. It was fastball, a good one to hit. Um, then I got the, the, the outside cutter
0: and then the, the curveball that I was looking for. When you tried to move up on the single when you saw Jose go to third, did you think Brantley was going to throw all the way to third when you started going to second? Um, when I start running to first
2: uh, and I touched first, um, I was wondering if he was going to throw to um, second base. But when I saw the ball going to third, like, I just keep going, Andre, like, um, in my head, it was no chance that even he throwing the ball to Correa and then Correa to Altuve, there was no chance to get me out. But I watched the video. It make a really hard and good throw. Correa did the same thing. And, uh, you know, you're going you're gonna to talk about me, you're not going to, Hear the the word lazy, I'm going to hustle every ball, and
0: and I was just trying to get in second. What did you think of Mejia getting through the game the way he did and keeping you guys in the game? Uh, it was pretty
2: cool, you know. It's, it's tough when you are um, down there, and you got um, the call to, to face um, a good team. Like, let's give it up. Um, these guys are very good hitters. Um, and and just battle and fighting like like he did, that's really impressive and really respectful for him, all of us. Do you like
3: hitting in this ballpark?
2: Every stadium that is um, uh, that has a roof, I, I really like it because my favorite my favorite um, uh, way to like play is when 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 is. It's day game, but it's a little bit cloudy. Like, you can see the sun, but it's a little bit cloudy. Like, I like those games because I see the ball so clear. So, these these stadiums um, are really cool to play. Friend, what what does it say about this club, the way you guys have come out of the break? You played, you know, four games and they've all been, you could almost, you could have won all of them. You know, they were all decided basically in the eighth or ninth inning. You guys know, um, there's not much to say. Um, that's what I have been telling you guys in spring training. That's us, awesome. and We're going to give our best in the field. And we're showing it. Uh, we're battling hard. This game, uh, if, if I stay in, in first right there, it might be tight right now and we keep fighting, you know, and see what, what was going to happen. But unfortunately, We lost, but we're coming back tomorrow and winning and the next day as well, like we did in Oakland. We lost the first one, but we win the second one and the third one. That's exactly what what is our plan for tomorrow and, and, and the next
1: day. And again, that voice, that familiar voice you hear is Andre Not handling a lot of the, the postgame interview questions. Uh, we are still on the air, so we're not able to participate. But uh, thanks to Andre over on the TV side for uh, some good questions to get the comments from Tito and players postgame. Uh, pregame last night, we had a chance to visit with Bradley Zimmer, who had a big day Sunday in Oakland and a fine weekend against the Athletics. And he was in the leadoff spot on Sunday for the first time this season and hit the first pitch of the game for a home run, something he's done before in his career way back in 2017. But we asked him about leading off a ball game again with great success. Bradley, let's start start right there. You're, you're in the leadoff spot, which is uncommon for you. And right. explain how, how you found out and then your approach of the
3: plate, especially leading off the game of the first pitch home run. Um, yeah, I found out late. Uh, kind of just before the game, I didn't even check the lineup. I was just assuming, you know, it was, it was normal. And Demarler came up to me and he's like, hey, you you good? And I was like, yeah, what do you mean? He's like, you good with being that high? And I'm like, what? Well, and I looked at the lineup and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's go. So, um you know, like I said, you know, being in the leadoff spot, you set the tone, you get on base, you have good at-bats for the guys behind you, so you know that was my goal and ended up having a pretty good game.
1: Some leadoff hitters like to see a pitch or two to kind of settle in a little bit, but you didn't wait around, and and was that the idea going up there? If you saw a good one, go ahead and have at it?
3: Yeah, definitely. I was looking for a pitch out over the plate and to put a good swing on it.
1: Lately, it seems like it's starting to come around for you results-wise, but have you felt pretty good for a while and better at the plate?
3: Definitely, yeah. It's just relaxation and just being comfortable again and when you say that how do you get to that
1: point of if you're going through a tough stretch where you're where you're not where you want to be at this stage of your career what's allowed you to get there
3: it's just it's just confidence knowing that um you know one bad game or bad isn't going to dictate the rest of your game or week whatever it may be
1: is it is it hard to think that way especially if when you're in a situation where you want to go ahead and prove that that you deserve that playing time that you're getting now?
3: Absolutely, yeah. Um, You know, regardless of the results, you want to be your best every day. So, you know, I still have a long way to go and, um, you know, I'm looking to get better every day.
1: Fun weekend for the team and and I'm sure uh, there's some thought you could have swept the, the, the series against Oakland and, and certainly some good close games, and, and you take two out of three against a good ball club. Uh, what was, what's the feeling around this team being such a young team to, to be able to play good, tight baseball in close games?
3: Um, it's, you know, it's a different clubhouse. We have uh, leaderships different, so it takes everybody you know from top to bottom, from our lineup to our pitching staff, and everyone's kind of been pulling their weight. So that's how we're going to win games. You were, you were here for a lot in
1: 2017, and how different is it for you uh, when you come up now and, and see some of the different faces?
3: Um, it, it is different for sure. Um, it, the, the, the locker room, I think, is definitely the, the, the biggest change for me. Um, just because it's younger, we don't have as many veterans. Um, but I, I like it. I, I truly do um, you know, really like this team everyone is, is awesome and, and um, can, has been contributing so it's been fun so far.
1: Is there something to be said for, for sharing some of those experiences with players who maybe are at the, a similar stage in their career or, or going some thing, through some things that maybe you have
3: for sure yeah um, you know I was fortunate enough to, to play with this guy here, mr. Brantley and um, you know having guys that are older and um, you know have had that experience. Um, and can kind of shed a light on on guys that are younger and, and kind of need that guidance is huge.
1: When you look at the season, uh, a lot of times players get to this point in the season, especially after a year ago where for a lot of players they didn't play a whole lot of games. How are you holding up in terms of, of a long season, dog days, all that kind of stuff as yeah. you head into the month of July here?
3: Yeah, you, you it's you just kind of get used to playing with, with soreness and aches and pains and um it just becomes normal, so um, we are getting to the dog days, so I'm sure it'll it'll wear on us a little more.
1: Well, that's Bradley Zimmer really coming along nicely in center field for the Tribe, and that's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, thanks to Bart Swain, Corkbury Trip, Austin Controllers from Indians PR. We'll catch you next time, and as always, thanks so much for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report.
0: This has been the Rosie Report.